Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is and always will be our top priority. Asheville Regional Airport. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused with more at prestigesubaru.com. And Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. You'll be at the top of the city as you experience Asheville's history and scenic beauty, historic landmarks, and award-winning rooftop bars. Transportation is provided with tours offered daily, year-round. Find out more at AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. So sit back and be carried away to places from around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Remember, you can listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, even on Pandora. And be sure to visit that Speaking of Travel website and sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive the latest travel news and some great inspiring travel stories to keep you in the mood because traveling is just right around the corner. And you know, as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to sweep the world, we're faced with some uncertain times ahead. But We're all looking forward to the end of this social distancing and being able to travel and hug and go back to a time when we were all together. But right now, it's important to remain calm and try to keep a clear head. Uncertainty is tough. We all like knowing what's up. We all like routines and our lives to be somewhat predictable. You know, I think we all like to be a little bit more in control of our lives. So I invited my savvy, smart friend, Dana Ruggiero of the Climate Listening Project to help us get a grip on what we can do to take some action and try to manage our emotions and protect our well-being during this time. Dana, it is so great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much, Marilyn. I'm so glad to be here. Well, I think all of us have just been going a little cuckoo these last uh, few months, and and I know that I'm all about traveling again and being able to get on the road and do some fun things, and your background is traveling. You traveled to work and to study, and you've explored all over the world as a filmmaker and storyteller for the environment for a long time, and... I just so much admire your work, and I'm really excited to have you here today and spend some time talking to us about where we are and and how we can make our lives just uh, easier. Yeah, it has definitely been difficult, but there are ways that we can 
travel in our own ways, right? Reading a good book, going outside into nature, off the beaten path, um, you know, getting prepared uh, in, in other ways, learning a new language so that when the time to travel again, you can, you can go somewhere new and maybe even do a volunteer project, planting a garden. There's so many, you know, things to learn, uh, ways to engage in your own backyard at home and in, in your community um, that you can even be helpful in, in this time that so many people are really struggling. Well, you know, Dana, one of my favorite uh, shows with you from the past was our uh, conversation with the Audubon Society and talking about the wood thrush project that you had worked on in Belize. And I was... Uh, I was thinking about that the other day because I actually saw a wood thrush here in my backyard. And I was remembering what you had talked about as far as uh, planting some things that could help with their migration. Let's talk a little bit about that, about uh, ways that we could actually just go out in our own backyard and make a difference. Yeah, you know, birding is like number one pastime in the United States. People of all backgrounds love birding. It's something that really can bring people together too through this app called eBird. Um, and of course the Audubon Society communities online. But yeah, you you know, you can look right out your window, even from indoors, or you can go right outside onto your balcony or into your yard. Uh, you know, birds go everywhere. So it's pretty much something that anybody can do. Um, and it, and it's really cool to, you know, see new birds. There's this thing uh, that, that birders call life bird. And it's when they see a bird they've never seen before. And it's like this really kind of exciting game that people can play where, you know, you know, if you've never seen a wood thrush before, oh my gosh, you know, that's my life bird, wood thrush. That's the first time I've seen it. And, and there's so many birds, of course, that are native birds, migratory birds. Um, so you can kind of be checking off that list and, and always learning something new and kind of seeing a bird, get some binoculars and say, you know, oh, this, this looks this way. This has, you know, these spots on it or the eye shape is this way or, you know, and try to figure out what birds are that you might not know and, and, and find some new, new and exciting things to see in your own community. Absolutely. And what was so exciting for me about seeing the wood thrush is that on that show, uh, there were suggestions on what we can what we can grow and some seeds that we can throw out. And uh, I in fact, the person who was on the show with us in the studio at that time, uh, gave me a little packet of seeds. I know. And I really feel like right now, that's why the wood thrush came because I had put these seeds out. (laughs) Yeah, wood thrush are migratory birds. So when they travel back to the United States, um, to the East Coast, uh, they they need things to eat, right? So they've had a long migration uh, from Belize, from Central America, and so they travel all the way here to breed in the spring and summer months. And so 
we have, of course, a lot of different destruction of habitat um, that they require a dense forest habitat in order to, that's where they like to put their nests um, for, for their little baby birds. And so we love the wood thrush because it is one of the most beloved songbirds. I was actually out um, in the forest the other day and I heard a wood thrush singing the entire time and its song is so unique because it, it has like dual vocal cords so you're just listening to this amazing song so it's such a treat when you hear the wood thrush and the way that you can bring it to your community to your yard is of course to plant those native species that it loves and also to work to protect the forest um, in your community. Um, we're always working, of course, to preserve, you know, areas here, um, right by my house, they just preserved um, uh, 300 uh, to 500 acres um, that will now be like transferred into state park or something like that. Um, we, we need to protect those forest lands. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so lucky to hear the wood thrush each year. But you can plant spice bush, uh, blueberries. Um, there's lists on the Audubon sites of all these different native plants that you can plant um, that are these feeder plants that give it what it needs so that it can live and be healthy and breed and go on its journey um, back, of course, to Central America in the winter uh, and then come back again and back and forth and back and forth. Birds do not recognize these borders. They are something that connect us around the world. And it's our responsibility to protect their habitat here, to plant native species for them to eat here and also on the other side um, as well. So it's, it's really just a wonderful way that we're all working together around the world. Um, because we, we love, love the wood thrush. Well, there's so many ways that we can connect with our, our fellow global <laughs> citizens right in our own backyard. We might not be able to get on a plane right now and travel someplace, but we certainly can be doing something uh, in our own in our own backyard that is going to connect us to places far and near. And certainly... Uh, planting a garden, being putting your hands in the earth right now when we have time, even a small container garden if you live in an apartment. You know, plants are so great for our soul. And planting a garden, uh, it, it just gives us hope and, and a belief in the future. So, Dana, when we come back, I want to pick up, We you had mentioned uh, learning a new language. And I know that um, that's really a way that we can connect with our global family is by learning their language and being able to uh, dream about going there wherever that might be and and actually being able to communicate so let's talk about that when we come back and there's just so many things I'm so excited to have you on the show today thank you Marilyn I'm so glad to be here well this is Marilyn Ball you're listening to speaking of travel with my guest Dana Ruggiera and we'll be right back Hi, it's Kay, the owner of Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. We share our beautiful city and the mountains of Western North Carolina from the rooftops with people from our community, around the country, and around the world. Our tours are well known for the spectacular scenery, the award-winning rooftop bars, 
and the captivating city history we share from the rooftops. We take traveling during these COVID-19 recovering times seriously. We've implemented CDC cleaning and sanitation protocols, require staff health screenings before our tours, and provide our tour guests with face coverings if they need one. We are excited to welcome you on an Asheville rooftop bar tour and provide a way for you to safely experience Asheville from a bird's eye view. To learn more, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. It's summertime in Subieville, which means it's time for adventure here in Western North Carolina, or more aptly, time to get outdoors and outgoing down a road less traveled. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. And off the beaten path, nothing says tough like the tried and true reliability of an all-wheel drive Subaru. There's a reason why 97% of Subarus sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today and ready for the next adventure. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter. Have you ever thought about what it would be like to learn a new language and be able to speak to the people that you're visiting when you travel? Well, I'm here today with my guest, Dana Ruggiera of the Climate Listening Project, and we're talking about ways that we can keep our mental health going during these trying times and really be able to keep our dream of travel alive. Dana, thank you again for being on the show today. Thank you, Marilyn. Well, listen, we were talking earlier about um, learning a new language, and there are so many ways now that we have time to really um, practice and and learn a new language what what programs are you familiar with what would you recommend that somebody uh maybe check out in order to to start a a practice let's say you know the thing i love about the connectivity right now right that that can keep us going um is these so many free apps, you know, so if you have a device, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can be learning right now and also be connecting. And, and I definitely recommend disconnecting a little bit from social media, right. And the constant uh, receiving of information that might be stressing us out. Right. So we need to be learning of course, but there's so many other things we can learn and also be helping as well. Um, you know, I mentioned eBird uh, a little while ago when we were talking about the wood thrush. Um, that's actually a free app. And not only are you able to track uh, the birds that you're seeing, it's helpful for the world because they keep track of it and it's like a census. So if you're seeing these birds in their, your backyard, you're able to help and notify people so we know what birds are, are endangered, what birds aren't being seen in those areas or maybe being seen in new areas because of climate change. And it's completely free, right? And it's fun. So, um, you know, when I went to Belize with the wood thrush, they speak five different languages there, um, you know, and and around the world, um, of course, there's so many languages that people speak. Um, so I've learned Spanish and I you know, haven't really spoken it every day and you start to kind of forget. So I started on this app called Duolingo, which is a 
free app to use. Um, so you can kind of be taking this time to research places that you might like to travel to in the future where you can speak that language. Um, you know, even research volunteer programs that maybe you can get involved with. Um, you know, I, I used to do that when I was younger. I went to Italy and I volunteered in a forest in the Italian Alps that had just recently been preserved. So I learned a little bit of Italian before I went. And it was wonderful to immerse into um, Italian culture where, you know, not many people spoke English in those mountains, um, towns and villages. And so, you know, just knowing some of the language was good, but, you know, Duolingo, even taking a little bit of time each day, it's, I'm finding it to be a stress reliever too during this time. And I, and I just think learning um, is a way to really immerse ourselves, um, you know, so you're not thinking so much about, of course, all of the negative things with the plague and the COVID and the people dying and, you know, just the stress of it all right now um, that we're all that we're all dealing with. So it, it can be something that is fun, but also helps you and helps you to think about the future. Well, definitely. And and to be always learning is really to be a better traveler on this earth that we all share. So, right. It's a win-win for everybody. And, and in, in so many ways we can look at this time as kind of a pause button and, and a time to really get back to, uh, what's important. And certainly, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about the climate listening project, Dana, because, you know, you've been doing hopeful conversations around climate and community for a long time. And, and that must never change. We, it's, it's a march that we must continue. What are you doing now? Give us a little bit of an idea of, of what you're spending your time doing uh, during this time. Yeah, you know, right before this, you know, lockdown and, and before this crisis happened, I was filming around the country with doctors and nurses uh, around the climate change pandemic and this unconnected pandemic, uh, you know, from, you know, of course, heart disease and, and lung disease and due to air pollution um, that we don't always attribute to air pollution, um, unseasonal allergies, new insects in new areas, um, you know, the asthma increases uh, due to forest fires or due to air pollution. You know, the air pollution and climate change loop is, has intensified so much uh, of the struggles that people are dealing with. And we're actually seeing more cases of COVID-19 in cases that were, are already suffering from air pollution and climate change. But it's, it's this unconnected pandemic um, because it shows up in so many different ways. So we listened to doctors and nurses um, and, you know, had that great opportunity to film them before this all happened. But of course now, you know, I just, I'm thinking about them and, you know, because I interviewed pulmonologists who, uh, you know, are the people that are on, you know, dealing with the lung impacts from COVID-19. I mean, pulmonologists are lung doctors. You know, I interviewed cardiovascular doctors doctors who, you know, are seeing, you know, struggling right now, epidemiologists who, you know, study epidemics and are, you know, these people that are, you know, now really, really working hard for us. And I'm just want to, you know, thank, 
the doctors and the nurses and the, all of the healthcare staff, um, as well as the janitors and the people who work, you know, in reception or the volunteers and every single person that's been working in healthcare and the people with the research and the CDCs and, you know, all of, all of that, uh, you know, we definitely want to give them a shout out and so much gratitude. Um, so Planet Prescription is the name of the film that will come out. And um, it is in collaboration with Mothers and Others for Clean Air, as well as Narrative Healthcare at Lenore Ryan University and my uh, producing partner, Laura Hope Gill, as well as Laura Turner Seidel, my friend Veronica Butcher, um, great collaborative team on this. Francine Cavanaugh is the editor, um, so she, she's she's amazing, and I'm I'm hoping this film um, will be an opportunity to listen to these folks um, in a new way in in these new times so that we can be thinking about really listening to science, really listening to the stories, and how the stories can help heal the doctors when they listen to our stories and have that time to do that, as well as share these stories with uh, policymakers, um, you know, we all really need to start listening to science and stories so that we can be more proactive and more solutionary in the future um, so that we can take care of each other. Absolutely. And I do want to uh, just let everybody know that when you go on the speakingoftravel.net website, there is the Speaking of Travel and Climate Listening Project series on that website and when you scroll through all of the discussions and conversations that Dana and I had over the course of a year year and a half and and ongoing are there well you mentioned um, mothers and others uh, for clean air that whole show was just absolutely fabulous and and it's all evergreen those those conversations are evergreen, and you can find out more information uh, by listening to those shows that Dana and I did as part of our series. And Dana, I just, I just feel uh, the doctors, the nurses, the people on the front line, uh, these are people all over the world uh, who are part of our community. And, and like you, I want to give a big shout out and a big thank you because uh, we are going to be back out in the world. Uh, it's just a matter of time. And like you said, uh, listening to the scientists, being able to pay attention uh, to what we all need to do collaboratively, like you said, uh, to change the world and to make it a safer place for all of us. When we come back, I want to talk more about um, just ways that we all can get more involved. And you have so many connections. So, Dana, thank you again for being here. I'm looking forward to uh, talking more with you after the break. Thank you. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Dana Ruggiera. She is just the most awesome person and is giving us some really helpful ideas uh, for the future and ways that we can continue to dream big and dream about our travel stories. Mm-hmm. 
If you want to truly experience a city, dart at the top. With Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, you'll capture the true spirit of Asheville, North Carolina on our one-of-a-kind award-winning tours. You'll experience our city's highly acclaimed rooftop bars, see Asheville's scenic beauty and historic landmarks, and feel the history of our city unfold before you, all on this uniquely crafted tour. We take care of every detail, including van chauffeur transportation, sample cocktails and mocktails at each rooftop bar, and there's plenty of snacks and bottled water on the van to enjoy between stops. Come see why Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours is top of the city and top of mind for the best things to do in Asheville, North Carolina. To learn more, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with my guest, Dana Ruggiera of the Climate Listening Project. And Dana, you know, you and I have known each other now for many years, and I just can't tell you how uh, happy I am that we met all those years ago and we sat at that little restaurant downtown Asheville and, and got to know each other and have have in so many ways uh, traveled around the world together and continue to do that. Oh, I love that so much. I am so grateful to know you, to be friends with you, to work with you, and just to know that, you know, someone like you that is just so good and, I mean, you just have such a good heart that you're out there listening to so many people and shining a light and places and people and you know you just you just do so much good in the world so thank you so much well dana when we're talking about doing good all over the world that's something that each and every one of us has the um the opportunity to do and if if there was ever a time to really pay attention and take action now would be the time because there's a lot of information out there i'm wondering how would you suggest that we can kind of filter through all of the noise and all of the the information that's out there and really be able to focus on creating positive change and positive growth, not only for our own neighbors and our own backyards, but for people all over the world. Absolutely. Oh, I love that so much. You know, this this is really a time for listening, a time for learning. Um, you know, so I, I do think that, you know, like I said earlier on the show, that disconnecting a little bit from the noise of social media can be good, but that doesn't mean we have to disconnect from each other and possibly even have the opportunity to connect with new people that we've never connected with before, new cultures, new stories. Um, you know, so it's a, it's a time to, you know, have the opportunity to read and watch stories, you know, read a book. Uh, we were talking about apps and, you know, I have a free app from my library where I can read books for free. Um, 
from different authors. And, you know, I always say that reading a good book is like traveling in your mind, right? So, you know, it's a fun time to research books by Black and Indigenous and authors that you've never read before. And there's so many beautiful, positive stories, um, you know, and histories and and opportunities to to see from a new point of view through uh, books and even movies. I've been watching some Ava DuVernay movies, and I just, I love her so much, an amazing director. And, you know, so it's an opportunity to kind of see through uh, a new lens, um, you know, things that you've never seen before. And it really is a way to disconnect too. So you kind of take that time to listen, but then, you know, can kind of come back and do some connecting as well, Uh, create and share art, read and share articles, talk with family members, Um, you know, ways that you can take action um, from home, you know, stay home, sign petitions, talk with family members. Uh, You know, these are ways to act now for justice, for all people, uh, for Black Lives Matter movement. Um, You know, we just had a major win uh, with the Atlantic Coast Pipeline being canceled on the East Coast. Uh, The Dakota Access Pipeline um, has been stopped by the courts um, and been told to clean it all up. Um, And then the Keystone Pipeline also, um, the Supreme Court ruled that they could not, uh, there was was an effort to try to push it through um, and allow to go through waterways such as wetlands and rivers and streams and the supreme court said no no you can't do that (laughs) we don't do that right so you know um these major wins right now because of community members out there listening and sharing stories um so you can you can be taking action right now from home in the ways that you want to even attending an online film screening and discussion you know that's a fun way to kind of see a panel discussion listen to our past shows we've had some great guests like you were saying um you know and just be learning how to be a better traveler on this earth that we all share I agree. And, and there's, like you said, there's never been a better time. And, and even throughout all the noise of, uh, of what's happening that's, that's negative, there is so much positive as well that's being uh, put out and being put forth in our, in the whole wide world, people coming together, collaborating. I love when you're talking about online, you can do so many things in a group where, uh, you don't even have to be seen. You can just be observing, but uh, film screenings, like you said, book discussions, uh, even creating a book club. Uh, I want to put a little shout out to speaking of travel, because over the last uh, year, I've had numerous authors on the show, authors who have traveled all over the world and have written books, novels about Italy and France and and other countries and put characters in those situations with such detail that when you read those books, it's like, oh, I I feel like I'm right there. Uh, I had an author on recently who's written a number of books that all take place in Colorado. Colorado is a state that I've only driven through, but after reading his books, I felt like I was a native. So really being able to uh, to to put yourself into uh, virtual tours. Oh my gosh, there are so many virtual tours right now through museums and 
the Grand Canyon and and Venice. You can you can literally travel the world right from your easy chair. Yes. Uh, you know, a lot of universities, too, are offering free courses, free certification programs. So if you can connect, you know, you can take that opportunity to learn something new. And I think when we learn, we really, you know, we learn about a new culture. We learn about other people's struggles or the amazing stories of that other people have. I mean, it, it just brings so much light into our lives, right? And just learning about new places. It's just, that's the, that's the wonder and the wonderful benefits of traveling, right? When you go somewhere else, you see your mind is just in awe of, you know, seeing new things, tasting new foods, you know, experiencing something that you've never experienced before. And, and we have those opportunities now to just kind of do it from home, right, online. But if you must go out, there are also some ways, you know, um, you know, there, there's compiling lists now of Black-owned restaurants in communities near you, probably, or you can compile your own. Uh, we have one in, in our community in Asheville. Um, and, you know, some places that people didn't know who owned it or, you know, uh, had never been there before. And it's like, you know, an opportunity to treat yourself to dinner to go, right? But you're also supporting a great local business, um, you know, shopping local at small businesses too. There's probably many local stores that you didn't even know were there. Um, and it's a way to kind of support somebody local, but also explore and maybe even do curbside pickup and get out of there and go back home. <laughs> I agree. And, and even most most important is supporting your community agricultural farmer, you know, buying yeah. a, a, communi- a CSA, uh, getting your weekly box of vegetables and making healthy meals at home and, and really helping out those sustainable organic farmers who are really keeping us healthy and, and they too are frontline workers. And I want to give a big shout out to the organic farmers in our community and all over the world. And Dana, when we come back, let's talk about the future. Let's talk about the future of travel, the future of Climate Listening Project, what, what your plans are, and how we can all collaborate and, and be a part of something so much bigger than all of us. Love it. Thank you. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with my guest, Dana Ruggiero. I wish she was in the studio. We've had many studio times together, Dana, and I miss those. I know. (laughs) But we'll be back. We'll be back in the studio. But right now, we'll be back after this break. Hey, this is Leanne from Biltmore. Are you looking for some simple ways to spend quality time with your family and friends? Then look no further. Biltmore is now open and you can wander through historic gardens, along winding trails with plenty of room to spread out all in one spectacular setting. Ride your bike, have a picnic, take a tour of America's largest home, Biltmore House, right here in our own backyard in Asheville, North Carolina. George Vanderbilt created Biltmore as a relaxed country retreat away from the pressures of city life. A Biltmore annual pass allows you to visit the estate an unlimited number of times throughout the year. You can make Biltmore a new experience every time you step onto the estate. Where else can you find beautiful gardens, four mountain season, and eight 8,000 acres to explore. Build memories by keeping your family time creative and enjoyable. Visit the Biltmore website at Biltmore.com for all of the information and come on over. We would love to see you. 
Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here with Dana Ruggiera from the Climate Listening Project. And Dana, you know, we've, like I said, we've known each other a long time. We've worked on projects together. You have so much going on. Uh, you know, even in this time, there's there's work to be done and there's action to be taken. So let's talk a little bit about that. We had talked a little bit about, you know, now's the time that we can sign petitions, we can create art. There's so many things that we can do, but give us an idea how we can really get more involved, not only in social justice, uh, climate justice, but in, in helping our world get back to a normal state where we can, we can freely uh, travel between countries and, and visit our friends, make new friends all over the world. Oh, I, I'm so glad you, that you said that. I mean, I'm so grateful to you, as I always say, because of the listening work that you do. And, you know, with the Climate Listening Project, that's, you know, I always say that's what I'm trying to do, you know, is just listen. And it's because I think that it's, you know, it's just been really important to me um, in, in my contribution. And I think we all have unique contributions, but listening is just, it's powerful. It changes people. When you really listen to somebody's story and you you get to know what their their true story is, not what you've heard from others, not what you've thought because of you know whatever reason, but when you really sit down and listen to somebody's story, um, you know it's really hard to hate them, and you find connections, you find uh, ways that you're connected more than ways that you're different. Um, and it's the same when it comes, you know, to really to anything. And so I just think that, I think that this is a time to learn, to listen, to, um, you know, to, to, to find new ways to connect with the world. Um, you know, and in the ways that we listen to stories and also the ways we listen to science, um, and how those weave together, you know, I think that right now the most important thing that we can do is to to care for others, you know, and and I don't know. I mean, sometimes we have to be a little bit selfless, right? Uh, you know, and I worry right now about my mom. I worry about my loved ones. I worry about everybody all the time, you know. I mean, that's just I think, you know, a struggle for some of us of just, you know, and I know everybody cares deeply in different ways and expresses it in different ways. Um, but the number one thing, of course, we can do right now is wear a mask, right? Um, and it's just something easy. It's so easy to do. Um, and it's a way to protect other people. This is what the scientists recommend. Um, this is based on the stories that we're hearing. Um, and you know, it's something we can all do that's super easy in addition to just, you know, trying to stay home if we can, you know, and I know people are essential workers. I know that, um, you know, 
that we rely on so many. And I want to definitely also give a shout out to all of the essential workers right now. In addition, you know, we talked about the hospital uh, staffs earlier um, and even the mental health, you know, in my new film, Planet Prescription, I'd also, in addition to doctors and nurses, interviewed social workers and um, uh, counselors and people that are supporting so many people's mental health via Zoom meetings and, and, and online right now. Um, you know, we need people to listen to us and we need to listen to other people uh, to create the kind of world that we want, you know, that's healthy, that's, that's happy. Well, it definitely is a, a good segue to what we were talking about in the very beginning of this show and how important it is to remain calm and try to keep a clear head because, you know, uncertainty is a little bit challenging and, and we are certainly living in a moment-to-moment uh, place right now where we have to be in the moment. And I loved what you said about uh, being connected, you know, and really finding so much more similarity uh, between people than differences and being able to embrace that and celebrate that. And, uh, you know, in all of the years that you've been uh, a storyteller and a listener and a filmmaker, you've been able to, uh, to recognize how people are the same all over the world. We all care about each other. We all love each other. We all want to raise our families and, and, and care for each other, no matter where we are. And when you were talking about wearing a mask, I think, and, and being able to take action, I mean, one of the things that I have some friends who are doing right now is actually making masks from recycled fabrics that they have right in their own home. Some of them had never sewn before. And now they've, <laughs> <laughs> they've learned a new skill and they're making these masks and they're donating them to local uh, local organizations. So, you know, right in your own home right now, we can all be making a difference because being able to, to be ambassadors for the globe is something that we have to do uh, right now. We all have to be ambassadors for our planet. I love that. Yeah. You know, and it's amazing how, you know, you see that strength of people, right? When they come together when they care for others, it's beautiful. You know, you see community members um, making masks from things that they have around their house, um, you know, and, and creating beautiful masks. Even uh, my mom made some masks from some fabric she found at her house that I, that's what I wear. Um, but also donating it out into the community, um, so many people there's there's you can even join um, mask making groups in your town in your local community probably um, where you can donate you know and that kind of resilience is something that is beautiful we've seen people learning how to bake bread for the first time but not only making bread for their family but then going out and donating bread to their local food pantry you know growing vegetables in their backyard planting a garden for the first time even a container garden, you know, on your, on your patio or in your window, you know, and then donating some of that food to the local food pantry. Um, I went through uh, the other day a, a 
you know, to go for a walk with my dog in this forest. And when I came out, I ended up getting kind of shuffled through in my car um, to this bounty program that's happening. And I said, oh, I was just going for a walk with my dog. And they said, no, take some lettuce. We've got some organically grown lettuce that was donated from this farm. Take some cucumbers. And they had boxes upon boxes of food. So if you're in need also, I definitely encourage you to check out those mass programs so that you can get a mask or check out those food pantries so you can get some food. We're seeing school lunch programs continued on. And so you can go to pick up locations. So take advantage of those programs too, um, if you're in need and, and support them if you have the means to. Oh, Dana, you're always so inspiring. And I love having you on Speaking of Travel. And I look forward to catching up with you again as, uh, as a summer goes on and and really being able to stay in touch tell us how we can get more information about what you're doing yes i i mean i'd love if people listen to our past shows so many great projects um, they can visit planetprescription.com to learn about my new film and also just danarogero.com and connect up on instagram and you know, social media in whatever way you want to. If you have any questions ever, I am available. Well, Dana, thank you again. I I just love uh, our conversation. Someday we're going to be having this conversation at a cafe over a nice glass of wine with some yummy cheese and uh, toasting the the progress that we all made during this trying time and and the positive actions that have come out. Dana, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, I I can't wait to see you too, Marilyn. Thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you. Well, this is Marilyn Baugh. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel with my good friend, Dana Ruggiero. She is always so inspiring. And, uh, you know, what we talked about during this uh, this show, get out in nature, take a walk, go make some bread, learn a language, help your neighbor, be active, pay attention, listen, call a friend. That is so simple and something that you can't even imagine how gratifying it is just to pick up the phone. Remember the phone? We can pick up the phone and call somebody because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. Run.